The Sharks <laughs> have a third period lead. And for the, I think, 13th straight time, the, or well, not maybe 13th straight time, but for the 13th time this season, they blow it. They freaking blow it again. I know this shouldn't come as a surprise. Sacre bleu. There's all your French you're going to get right now on Teal Town After Dark. Fuck. Good evening. It is the last day of February, 2023, and the San Jose Sharks, you love to hear that sound, don't you, folks, uh, lose to Montreal 3-1 to in dramatic fashion. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks postgame. And boy, howdy, do we need it. So chat with us and fellow Sharks fans all over the World and Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. We welcome you, Montreal fans as well. Come on, jump on, pile on. Hey, Kings fans and Devils fans have been doing it for the last couple of days. So follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok. Of course, you can find everything at tealtownusa.com. And of course, if you want to support the pod, Venmo us at tealtownusa or hit us up in the super chat on YouTube. Good evening, everyone. It is Puckeye and Ian. Ian, how the hell are you? I'm fantastic. I'm I'm surprised people aren't sick of me at this point. Um, TikTok always kills me too because it's like, not all of us, but most of us are are just old dudes. And yeah, but yeah, TikTok. It's a thing, apparently. Um, welcome to the Teal Town uh, Draft Day special. Oh, wait. No, what? Uh, it's not Draft Day. Sorry. Free Agent Day? Trade Day? No, no, no. None of those things. Mm-mm. Producers are telling me in my ear right now that the trade deadline isn't until Friday. So it is not trade deadline day, in fact. Wait. Producers are now also telling me how we have no producers. So these are just voices in my head. Even better. Are you sure the trade deadline wasn't today? I mean, are you Apparently sure? Not. I mean, like, holy crap. We'll get into that a little bit uh, later on in the program because, my goodness, everybody in in then some <laughs> made a move today. Um, but, uh, man, uh, uh, okay, we try to be we try to be as honest and media and you know, professional as possible, but tonight yes, I'm going to me professional. Um, yes, that's, that's you, exactly what I do. You're usually pretty good about it. I, I know you, you, you joke, but, um, I mean, if, if F words per minute are, uh, are a thing, then yeah, I'm pro. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> Why are you upset? I don't understand. Why are you upset? Dude, you know, I mean, look at, okay. <sighs> look, look. I understand being upset because we had to sit through and watch that game so we could do this show. Because oh, honestly, that's this, one thing. This game was not a whole lot of fun to watch. Um, I mean, look at the end result. I think is fantastic. Oh, uh, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, this game wasn't a whole lot of fun to watch. But I, I, why are you upset? You, you know, and, and it kind of hit me during first intermission too when Randy said, "You know, this is the first time in Sharks history 
that they had to let go of a player homegrown and just entering the prime of his career. And that that hit me, dude. That hit me for some reason and I and I get the emotion I think from the from the Marlowe weekend also because that symbol that's kind of symbolized the end of that era. You go into a new era or as Randy mentioned on the show turning the page. And it's like, yeah, you can turn the page, but holy fuck, it is just a uh, it's like somebody turned the page of uh of one of your favorite stories and a fifth grader just, you know, just scrubbed everything in there and just said sharks suck. I mean, it got <sighs> to me it got to me to the point where it started reminding me of ninety-three. And ninety-three sucked more than a Dyson vacuum. I mean, it was it was just painful. And just to see everybody coming out. Like here, let me put up a couple of uh things here. Like this one from Reddit. Where the guy has a uh, Timo Meyer jersey, it's it's the new one, and he's replaced Meyer with conditional draft pick on the back of it, like conditional draft pick. That, that's what we got. And then EA Sports makes a makes a jab, saying point of view of a franchise mode player continuing to add more players to the trade until it finally goes through, and retweeting the Sharks <laughs> tweet. And then, you know, <laughs> that's good. I like that. I, I mean, it is good. I'll be honest. And then you have guys like Adam Wilde, who, you know, I love the Steve Dangle podcast mm-hmm. and saying, oh, for the sake of hockey and hockey fans everywhere, just trade Eric Carlson. And yeah, the, they should. <laughs> and 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 I'm sick and tired of it. And I think and we got the video clip here today. I think Eric Carlson's sick and tired of it. Eric, you were in the middle of all these rumors because you had a very, very good season. Yeah, would you say that it's positive? We've asked these questions four times now. You picked that guy, so I'm. That's Sorry. it. We've all. It's, Thanks, Eric. it's all been going around. Like, he's sick and tired of it. And you keep getting these mixed messages we're not in a rebuild. We're not in a rebuild. But I don't know how long it's going to take for us to get out of this. But I don't think we're too far along. Yeah, Doug Wilson said the same fucking thing a couple of years ago. Where the fuck is the direction of this thing? Like, oh. seriously, give me something to, to to joy on. Like, what? Ooh, Zetterland and and Johnson. I guess we're calling him Johnson with the two with the extra S in it. Come in tonight. I, I mean, okay. Hurdle looked like he gave a damn tonight, uh, but but as we get into this game, I mean, like, you know, hey, great start, Shaka McDonald, one nothing. You know, less than two minutes in, you're getting creamed like eleven to three in the shots early on. Like my God, good job. I mean, okay. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, Sorry, look, I, I went on an H A rant there. It's fine. Um, I mean, gosh, so much to unpack. 
Uh, where to start? I mean, obviously, like, let's talk about direction. I, I, I'm with you. I don't know what the direction is. A lot of this makes me believe a lot of, like, the rumors and just some of the things that they've done have made me believe that they don't think that this is going to be an incredibly long thing. That they are looking at a three-year turnaround from what from what it just appears like. And again, I don't know. This is me speculating based because obviously Micra is not going to come out and just lay all his cards on the table and be like, you know, we're going to, we're going to suck for five years. And then, you know, by then we'll be, we'll be good again. Um, I think a lot of the, a lot of the, the talk um, obviously from what we've heard this summer about like when Mike Greer was hired, right. About guys that came in um, that, that interviewed and basically, you know, told Hasso Plotner they had to tear this whole thing down to the to the bolts and and start over and Hasso wasn't having that um so I my concern uh is is that they think that they're going to be competitive in three years and then I wonder what's the play if they're not um because again like you look at this return for Timo Meyer and we we did we've done so much um so many hours um, of of content on this Timo Meyer trades, but so what's a, what's a few more minutes? Um, Why not? What's a few more minutes? Like I I don't I don't love this return, right? And I and I I didn't I don't love this return. I think it's for for Timo Meyer, just it wasn't enough, plain no. and simple. Um, I continue to be to be whelmed by. Mike Greer there's there's no moment like Mike Greer like this Timo Meyer trade was the trade where you wanted where you really had to come out of it being like hell yeah that like that was what would what needed to happen here um and I don't think we got that and I just so like look at I understand people are angry uh I know I'm supposed to be the angry Canadian robot and I don't I don't I don't it's have the anger for it. Yeah, it's weird, right? But it, here, here's the problem. Um, I mean, I just, I think I just, I knew this was coming. So I've mentally prepared. Because I think after, especially leading up to the, to the um, Patrick Marlowe weekend, like you just felt like it was going to happen. It was right. like, as soon as the Marlowe thing was over, this was coming. They just weren't going to upstage it. You know, the Sharks weren't going to upstage it. Um <sighs> Yeah, I this is this is rough. And of course my dog wakes up and says, Hey, I want to go outside. So so be angry for a minute. Go, I will go be ahead. Back. Go 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 take care of your dog. I'll we'll I'll get to the recap of this one. Uh McDonald minute forty three in gets a nice loose rebound. He had like three Montreal Canadians around him to make it one nothing. Sharks would take a couple of penalties in there later on. Harris would take uh, a penalty for Montreal, nothing happens there. Um in the second period, not much as well here. You know, Anderson gets a roughing call because Sveshnikov went for a loose puck. They called him for slashing. You know, Asimov takes a slashing call. Sharks, like like I said, they were out outshot 11-3 to Montreal, made it one nothing. Then we're out shooting them, you know, later in the second period. Uh, the Sharks played a fairly dominant game in my mind. And looked pretty promising going into the third. And that's where it happened. You know, that's where everything went to crap. Um, Gooley would make it 1-1 on his shot. And then nearly two minutes later, 
Yolonen gets a two-on-one uh, with Pitlick. They go back and forth. They score. Eric Carlson misses the puck, trying to catch it with his glove uh, to to uh, get it, and then it leads to a two-on-one. The Yolonen gets it. That turns out to be the game-winning goal. Dvorak would add an empty netter. The Sharks peak the power play once again. You know, who who needs a leading goal scorer on on the team? You know, who needs a leading what? goal scorer? You know, it's not like what I mean. I, I don't know who our who our leading goal scorer is right now. Is it Couture? Is it Hurdle? I I think it's I think it's Couture, because Hurdle hasn't done shit on a man net, and I think. I think he's got two goals in like 23 games and that lap and his most recent goal was an empty netter. Where did we go? What are, what are we talking about? Oh, I literally just went through the entire game. <laughs> Great. Cause I, I, mean, like, I mean, I just slept through it. Uh, I mean, but there really wasn't anything much. I'll do it again. McDonald makes it one, nothing. There is penalty fest. Sharks. I don't want to relive this three. game. Like, why are, why are you doing this to me? No, I don't want to relive this game. But this I mean, was the worst game of hockey I ever they, watched. But they Let's go back to this. Breathe, my friend. Let's go back to this 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 team of my trade for a sec before I so rudely interrupted by my idiotic dog. <laughs> I thought um, I was the only idiot on the show. Good. No, my dog's an idiot. Right. Anyways, um, okay. So here, here's the here's the problems that I have here, right? One, like the fact that like Mike are coming out and saying, look at look at. I understand that people are like, oh well, it's it's Doug Wilson's fault that they that they had to trade Timo Meyer. I think that's partially true. But I mean, if you look at all the players that Mike Greer brought in after trading Brent Burns, there's your fucking Timo Meyer money. Right? Right. So I don't know, man. Um look at this the, this team has to take a step back. Like I understand your frustration. Oh, I get a step back. That's well, damn yeah, sure. But the the problem is, is though, is 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 has it taken steps back far enough? Not really. Like they basically, basically spun their wheels for for three years, just you know rolling out the same thing and you know around the edges kind of fixing things. It sucks. I mean, look at we, the the check was gonna come due at some point. Um, no team reigns forever. Everyone has to reset rebuild whatever the hell you want to call it. like everyone goes through this after a stretch of success because eventually you mortgage if you mortgage the future long enough there's no future and that's where the sharks are at now the sharks have a couple of good prospects um but you know me and kevin last night we did a show and we were talking about the the blue line um on the barracuda and i don't know if we said you know other than um other than our team, uh, Kinesiov, I, I don't know if we said if there's any guy there that we're like, well, is there an NHL player, though? And is Kinesiov in the plans going forward? I don't know, because, again, new regime. So it's hard to say what. And I think that's the frustrating thing, right? Because with a new regime, everything we think we know about the team, we really don't because we don't know who the new Golden Boys are. We don't know a guy like Kinesiov, if you don't have a complete regime change, you go like, okay, yeah, he gets back up to speed and maybe he gets back in the NHL. I don't think that's a given at this point. No. Uh, I meant to hit up a super chat from Denver Doyle, a 480 super chat. 
Of course, Super Chats go help support the show and pay for the lights yes. around here. Uh, what we're experiencing is what Pittsburgh, Chicago did before Crosby and Kane, and, and I'll paraphrase, untaves. If yeah. this crappy year leads to Bedard, it'll be worth it. Yeah, of course it'll be worth it. Or even Fantilli. Like, like there's some really good players. Like, obviously, Bedard's, like, the, the crown jewel. But, like, I don't think people should be up. Like, I think if you're picking in the top five in this draft, even higher than the top five. But if you finish in the top five in, in drafting positions, you're going to get a good player. I, I, I understand Connor Bedard is the player. I understand that. Maybe if you, you know, you look at drafts like, you know, if you look at if you look at similar drafts where it's like, obviously, like there's the big prize, like you look at, you know, you look at the McDavid draft, for example. I don't think getting Jack Eichel in that deal is a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Like, the, I understand that, like, Bedard would be franchise altering, but there's some really good players that aren't Connor Bedard in this draft that would also help this team going forward significantly. Absolutely. Um, I, I completely agree in here and Laurel. Yes, there are some good questions in here. Uh, yeah. We're going to get into some of it here. Uh, you know, like big bird saying why sign hurl at 29 and not Timo at 26 different uh, regimes, right? Yeah. Again, that's it goes the, back that's a big to, one. It goes back to what, you know, and this is kind of something that I said, like, I don't, I was kind of annoyed that the Sharks signed Hurdle and then before, you know, they obviously they had to do something with Hurdle, but you, you do, you make that move and then you change like you, and then bring in a new regime. Like, I don't know. That's going to be one of the many questions is like, if Mike Greer comes in before that, does Mike Greer extend Hurdle? Right. And, and because, kind of, again, extending her like it just shows you how the values and how you value different players and how that goes out the window when you bring in a new regime. Yeah. Uh, Weird Blue kind of same similar. You know, what do you think of the career thought of, of Joe, Joe Will? I'm sorry. Joe Will mm -hmm. uh, signing Hurdle's contract before he got hired. I mean, that's I would love to know the answer to that. Right. That would be great. Um, yeah. Uh, Broaden Smith, uh, love the podcast, y'all. Four ninety nine super chat, by the way. Thank you. Uh, love the podcast, y'all are the best. Appreciate it. Thoughts on the trade that happened today? Might have missed it. Greer seems to be loading up on D, which is kind of opposite of what they did in the twenty twenty draft when they went all forwards. Right. So this is why I think this is a this is why I think this is a shorter plan, right? Because um, for those that don't know, um, Henry Thrun, I believe is his name, Henry yes. Thrun. Um, was basically the uh, Sharks traded a 2024 third round pick to the Anaheim Ducks for the rights to, or for the, yeah, basically the signing rights to uh, Harvard defenseman, uh, 21 year old Harvard defenseman, Henry Thrun, who currently plays for Harvard. Um, he basically indicated to the Ducks that he had no interest in signing there. And as if you don't know, uh, college, college players are a little bit different than junior players or, European players. If a player goes to college and gets drafted by a team uh, and, and doesn't turn pro, stays in college for all four years, um, as Henry Thren has done at, at Harvard, uh, if that player doesn't sign with his team after his senior year, uh, uh, they can become a unrestricted free agent 
on August 15th of the summer after the college player played their final senior uh, year. Um, so he indicated to the Ducks that he didn't want to sign them. Now, once you do sign them, then they enter, they, you know, they become restricted free agents after that. But um, in this situation, it's it's a weird quirk with the college system. Um, I like this move for the Sharks. Uh, I think, look at a 2023 or 2024, sorry, third round pick. When, when you think about that, you're going to draft a guy. Best case scenario, the player that you drafted with that pick is two, maybe three years out, if not more. It's a third round pick, so probably more years out. Um, so I like this pick. I think, um, you know, Scott Wheeler, who writes for The Athletic, seems pretty high on Thrun. A lot of other stuff I read, people seem to like him. Um, I'm curious to see what he does again. You know, once he's finished playing at Harvard this season, he's a guy that could come in and, you know, either sign an ATO and play a couple of games for the, you know, maybe play a couple of games for the Barracuda down there stretch run. Um, so I, you know, I'm curious to see what they do there, but I, I like the move. It's, it's a pretty low risk move because again, it's a, it's a third round pick. People super overvalue, um, picks that aren't first rounders in my opinion, um, and I, I've seen some people kind of freaking out like, oh no, it's a third round pick. Like, yeah, it's a third round pick. If you want to, if you want to have your mind blown, go look up the Sharks draft history and, and, and look at all their amazing third round picks, wow. which is why I'm not worried about this. Well, more, more than anything, I mean, it's one thing we've talked about their drafting. It's about them drafting defensemen. Uh, AJ's gone on ad nauseum with it on Pucknologist about it. Uh, going from Vlasic to Ferraro, how many, you know, hits have they made? You know, and it's and it's tough. Uh, but Anaheim's prospect system, you know, there was there was a there, little bit there with Run before. Now there's yeah. a lot, and they kind of had to make a move. Yeah, I mean, look at and and also, I mean, again, this is a player who has already indicated that he will not sign anything so if if the ducks didn't move him they would just walk him to to free agency on the the you know on the 14th or 15th of august um i like this move for the sharks because again you're 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 picking up a guy the sharks defensive prospects um it's pretty lacking um you know the barracuda again now, now injuries definitely played a role here but like the barracuda played a good chunk of the season with three guys on professional tryouts. That's half their blue line. Like if you want to understand why the Barracuda are where they are, there's, there's other reasons to it. I'm not going to completely just lay it out on poor guys like, like Brady and, and Rydell and whatever, but it's, it's, it's been a problem for them. Right. And there's not exactly a ton of help coming up. Like you got Gannon LaRock who could turn pro next year. I'm excited to see what he does uh, in our prospect pool. But um, but this is something where the Sharks generally lacked. And again, like I said, if you draft a guy this year, well, that's great. You drafted some defensemen this year. Those guys are two to three years before, you know, they can even turn pro, before they can even set foot on the Barracuda in some places, depending on where they're coming from, right? So, you know, it, it's hard. It's it's really it's really hard to get... Um, it's hard to, to refill that quickly um and and look and the sharks slash barracuda kind of need that help now which is why there's been an emphasis on trying to pick up defensive prospects that's why they picked up um 
you know, Mahmoudoulin in the Timo Meyer trade. That's why they made this move today to get Henry Thrun. It's they're trying to address a, a, a massive organizational hole in their lineup. Now, again, right. now, are you taking, you know, does it concern me? Like, I like Mahmoudoulin. I think he's an interesting prospect. Um, but again, like, you know, but do I think if he's the centerpiece of that trade, is that enough for Timo Meyer? No, it's not. Mm-mm. And that's why it makes me concerned that, you know, instead of taking, you know, more guaranteed first round picks based on some of the and again, all we have is speculation. We're not we, we're not insiders. We've never professed to be insiders. No. You know, we just read the same shit you do and try to make decent Sensitive. YouTube comment out of it. Right. Yeah. They well, just make decent YouTube content out of it. And go ahead. I was going to say, I assume you're referencing what Elliot Freeman said on 32 Thoughts, that you know mm-hmm. there was an offer from St. Louis to give up two first-round picks to the Sharks for Timo Meyer. And yeah. and it's, I mean, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, it is an absolute crapshoot. And it's even more of a crapshoot because those picks are, the, the conditions on those picks are, are pretty are pretty intense when you consider how much of a absolute bloodbath the Eastern Conference playoffs are going to be. And you basically are rooting for the Devils to at least get to round three. Right. And that, look at, I, you know, do, do I like what the Devils have done? Absolutely. Is that going to be an easy feat in the East? No, man. Like, there's going to be some, you know, the Eastern Conference playoffs, there's going to be some really good teams that are watching the second round from home. I mean, you, you how it plays out. It's the Devils have to get past New, New York, the Rangers in round one. Most likely, have to get past Carolina in round two. Yeah, I, and I don't think it's impossible. But it, so it's, I want I want to hit something in the chat really quick before I forget. Um, so I, I I see Denver Doyle bring up Havlid in the chat as far as defensive prospects. Yeah, I like I like Havlid a lot. But here's the problem with with Havlid. Um, I think it was last year the transfer agreement between the NHL and the SHL had changed. And if you, you cannot bring over a Swedish player, you cannot bring over a player from the SHL to play on your farm team. Like it's, it's sharks or bust under the age of 24. So until Matthias Havlid is 24, you can't bring him over and then just stuff him in the minors. That's for any pick. That's not a first rounder. So, um, that's something to keep in mind too when it comes to Havlid. Gotcha. Uh, Bird seven F ninety one. Sorry for the late super chat. Fifteen dollars super chat donation. Yo, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Uh, Fifteen years ago versus Montreal, almost to the day where I got into hockey when I watched the Brian Campbell spinorama goal on Carey Price in person. Only time I've ever had my jaw drop in a sports event. Yeah, that was pretty memorable. Yeah. And you know what else was memorable? He signed with the Blackhawks and won a cup. But I digress. Because, <laughs> of course, he fucking yeah. won a cup. Of course. Yeah, but did. you know what? We got Dan Boyle. So. Yeah, then did that... he win a cup with the Sharks? No, he didn't no, win that... a cup with the Sharks. That Chicago team was so fucking stacked, though, because you had Kane and Hayes on entry-level deals. Like, that team was stupid. And I think that's the thing that's, that's kind of bothering me. Sorry to, to digress off of this. That's is fine. That I think this would be a lot better... If not only was there a Marlowe banner up there, eventually there's going to be a Thornton banner. But if there sure. was a Stanley Cup banner, I think this would be a lot easier to to take, to handle with it. 
you know. Um, oh, for sure. Winning winning fixes everything, as I've oh, said a hundred times on the show. Winning fixes everything. Um, yeah, look, I mean, again, um, you know, I've always said this. Yes, it, does it suck that the Sharks didn't win a cup? Of course it fucking sucks. That's why you play the games. But at the same time, like, I, I you could, so you could be super negative and just, like, and you can just hang your hat on that and be like, well, they never won, so what the fuck was any of it worth? And, and that's fine. I get that. Look, at you do you. However, it was always a lot more fun to cheer for a team where I said, hey, they could win the shiny silver thing. They're not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed in life, no. but they could win the shiny silver thing. Yeah. I like that way better than starting the season being like, oh, fuck, we're done. Get, we're on show number two and we're going to have to talk about the fucking draft. Yeah. Right. Well, we kind of figured that going into this season, sadly. Um, my God. Uh, and to kind of go back into the game here, we're getting some comments. Thanks, AJ. Um, Quinn says Esamont was benched because of bad penalties he took in the second period. Too many bad penalties. Uh, Esamont is tied for second in the NHL with 12 minor penalties since he joined the Sharks on January 10th. He's also drawn eight minors, so his penalty differential isn't awful. Uh, sure. Uh, look at... Um... Again, this is something that I was very whenever like when Isamont first came over and he was playing on the fucking first and second line. This is exactly why I kind of just rolled my eyes at it. Excuse me. Rolled my eyes at it all those weeks. It's ago. that disgusting. You had to burp about. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I apologize. for that. No, you're um, good. You're good, man. It happens. You know what I mean? Like it just this is why I rolled. I'm like, yeah, he's, I like him. But like. This is what he is, you know, is again, he was a guy that was going to skate way up in the lineup. And then, yeah. Uh, Jerry F with the $5 super chat. Yes. Thanks for being a place to vent, especially after the team of the trade and the seemingly endless third period implosions. At least we are closer to Bedard. Yes, they are the fourth worst team in the NHL, but. Hey, that's getting tight. Like, but that... they're only two points out of being right. dead last. Yeah. Yay. Hey man, it is what it is. Yay for a seventeen point seventeen percent chance at Connor Bedard. Dear Lord, okay. Look uh, at someone wins the lottery, man. Yeah. Someone wins it every year. Uh, yeah. I just hope that the Oilers make the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't won in a while. Either do. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh uh, thank you all for your donations. Yes, appreciate um, your donations. Uh, yeah. I, again, I'm trying not to. I, I look at. I um, just because I'm not like, I, I just because I'm not screaming out loud here and maybe a little less emotional than Puck Guy right now. Like I don't, I don't like this Timo Meyer trade. Like I just, but I understand it's a business. Like Timo Meyer is my favorite player, man. My favorite fucking player on this team. Gone. Now I got to find another reason to watch. Like it sucks. Um, it sucks. And I don't think it's going to get any better because I don't, because I don't think, I don't know. I mean, maybe now look at um, Edmonton made a deal today to get Matias at home. So obviously that would take them out of the, the Eric Carlson sweepstakes uh, in the off season. But I, you know what? I still think though, like, I still think like, I, I think eventually that they're, they're probably going to try and get out from under that contract. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, 
at the end of the day, you still have to find a place he wants to go. Uh, and I think that's going to be absolutely fascinating in the off season. So I completely agree. I mean, could you imagine the return to Ottawa? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with new ownership. Oh, I love to watch the Sharks lose that trade twice. Love it. I mean, it, just to have, you know, all of Canada laugh is again at, at the Sharks, you know, just like they're laughing right now. Along Are with they, LA. though? I don't think oh, they care. Yeah. You, you don't. I don't think there's there's people opening, willing, hoping that they trade Eric Carlson to fucking Edmonton because fucking Canada hasn't won a cup in 31 years. You know, I mean, it, it, for fuck's sake. And then you have Kings fans. Oh, look at them implode. Yeah, it's like, go oh, fuck off. Like, seriously. Like, I don't give us a di- reason for direction. I don't you need care to if you turn Twitter off what? for it for a few days, I think, oh, man. Fuck. I just need to get off social media for a couple of days. I, I promise you, as a Canadian, as a, someone who lives up here, no one gives a shit about the sharks up here. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, hey, most of the time they forget we exist they're like the bay area media they don't give a shit about the sharks either but tonight get ready to hear about steph curry recovering he took a dribble today in santa cruz it's like fuck off give us a fucking update follow all the other teams hell freaking the earthquakes get more love than the san jose sharks up here and i'm not talking about the ones that shake the ground i'm talking one that plays soccer <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, one thing you guys did mention, it was kind of in our group chat. Mm-hmm. As I try to calm it down, um, I think it was on the technologist or was or, or I forget. Yeah, it was on the technologist. Uh, they said that the person that scored first uh, in this game will probably be traded tomorrow. And AJ mentioning McDonald scored, so he'll be traded tomorrow if he hasn't been moved already. Um, I mean, he has... He has made himself look good. I mean, maybe you can get a fourth round pick for him at this. <laughs> um, you know, it's crazy. Um, do you want to do you want to hit uh hit the uh, one trade that's about to go down? Or I yeah. guess it's finalized. I don't so, know if it's finalized. I I, 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 I try not to watch Twitter when I'm doing the show because I have the attention span of a fruit fly. So true. let me uh, open Twitter here and just see if I see anything because done. Because if it's the case, um, Jonathan Quick has been traded to the Columbus Blue Jackets with a first-round pick for Corpusalo and um, Gabrikov. That's what they're saying. I don't know if it's a done-done deal. I haven't seen an official, like... I mean, I that's, that's just crazy. While you do that, I'm going to go um, look in the chat here. That Ricky, you mentioned that before. Uh, Puck guy lay off the Red Bull before the show, bro. I don't do Red Bull. I got to be at work at, in about five hours, so I really can't do uh, <laughs> that. But, hey, Chivo, good to see you. But, uh, yeah, not. I, I don't know. The Kings haven't tweeted anything about it yet, so... I don't know, but it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like quick, uh, sounds like quick is heading to, uh, Columbus. I, am curious to see what this whole trade is going to look like. Uh, Corpus Salo and, uh, what was it? Gabrikov? Gabrikov. It's it, man. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the, the Kings are doing here, man. Um, I don't think that highly of Corpus Salo. I don't really think this 
addresses anything for them. Like, I don't think it really shores up. Maybe I'll be wrong. I'll be wrong and they'll, you know, they'll win a bunch of rounds. But to me, I mean, obviously the asking price for Chekrin and Vimelko is probably too much for their blood, but I don't, man, this is, I don't know if I like Corpus Salo for them either. Yeah, this just... And what a crazy game the LA Kings had tonight. I mean, Kopitar scored four goals in in that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no official trade call yet, though. So there's, again, we don't know the full deal yet. So we'll wait. But um, yeah, obviously, like it's looks like it's basically finalized. We just don't know what the full trade is yet. Um, it's one of those things. So I don't want to comment. But I just I don't. Do I like this trade for the Kings? No, not, not just because I'm a Sharks fan and fuck LA. But I just, I don't think when you when you look at what their problem is, I don't know how, I, I is he having a bounce back season? Maybe, but I don't know, man. I just, uh, I, I don't like it. No, no, no trust in Phoenix Copley or for that matter, Cal Peterson. LA's well, Cal their... Peterson's been in that. Yeah, like they're just, I don't think they're, I don't think they're a particularly good defensive team. And I don't think that, I don't know. I don't know if there's a goalie out there that would really address it. Like I, my my, if I was the LA Kings, and I don't know, I, it's probably a complicated trade where I don't know if it could could happen. But if I'm LA and I see what Vancouver's doing, I, I and maybe they did. I like I would be calling about Thatcher Demko. Agreed. Like that's I, that would be like I think if you're going to give up a bunch of assets, like. Thatcher Demko is the guy you do it for. If, if Vancouver is dumb enough to move him, which I, I don't know to be true or don't think to be true. But if I'm L.A., that's what I would do because I think that would set them in goal for quite a while. Uh, and then, you know, with how this team has continued to steadily improve under Rob Blake's stewardship, like that's that would be probably what I would have done. It's just very interesting because we had heard the whole time, you know, Chikrin, maybe Vermelka, uh going to L.A. from the Coyotes. Yeah, I'd but, like to see Vermelka get the hell out of Arizona because I think Vermelka is a, a really good goalie. But I just which, my concern with Vermelka is, is like it's remember. Remember when Tom, remember Thomas Wokun? Yes. Remember how good Thomas Wokun was on an just an absolute ass Florida team. And then by the time he finally got out of there, he was washed. Because he was facing a hundred million shots a night, right? That's what I—that's my concern for Karel Vimelka. It'll be interesting to see the these next uh, few days. I mean, I don't know what's left. I mean, these GMs have decided to go off and and such <laughs> early. I mean, I guess they really want to see James Duthie do another music video on Trade Center on Friday. So, oh, it's going to be boring as fuck. Um, um, poor Bob McKenzie. He's like. What the hell did I come out of the cottage for? Yeah, time? I mean, like, I, what you know what though? I I will um I I will stand stand here and eat crow though because I I didn't think this trade deadline was going to be anything. Nothing. Yeah, um, seriously. And it has been yet like the the, the the number of big players that have moved. I mean, I definitely pegged this thing wrong, and I will come on the show and eat crow about that now for sure because. It was definitely something where I was talking about how lame this trade deadline was going to be. And it has been actually, given all the cap constraint and all the doom and gloom about going forward, it's been a pretty good trade deadline as yeah. far as uh, 
as far as trade deadlines go, this has been fun. Like, uh, you know, you have teams like that obviously have done a bunch. Like, I think, I don't know if Toronto's done or not. Um, yeah, they and there's Reimer. obviously a few other teams. Uh, I don't know if they do, though. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I, I, I look at, I don't think Reimer goes anywhere. I think, I think Reimer's still here after the trade deadline. I, cause I just, I don't think, I don't see a lot of teams out there that super, that super need a, a depth goalie. And if you do, Cam Talbot's right there. And that pains me to say as a as not a Cam Talbot guy and a guy who loves Reimer. But if you've watched, like, Reimer hasn't been great this season. I don't think Cam Talbot's been particularly good either, but he's right there. Yeah, I mean... I could think of maybe Seattle trying to upgrade their depth for goaltender. But they have Chris Drieger coming back, who played well against the Barracuda last night. I mean, it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think Barabana is probably the biggest one right now that can get a haul. I mean, I know Hockey Tricks on a, on a big tangent about getting Kevin LeBanc a big haul. By the way, congrats to the LeBancs. Uh, they had a little one uh, earlier today. They they spelled their na- his name wrong, Eric, with a C. Uh, so congrats Shame. to LeBanc on the family. How dare you? Eric Carlson's pissed about that. That's probably why he was originally pissed earlier tonight. Um. <laughs> Yeah, like, I know Drew, like, again, I don't know. Um, Seattle, to me, Seattle, again, is, but Seattle, to me, is is LA, is the LA Kings last year. This is found money. I don't think you oh, have sure. to go and, I don't, I, I don't think they would be smart to just go out and spend assets to, to go on a run. Like, I don't, I, I think anything they do this year is going to be fine. They, it's house money. They will be fine. Um, and then, you know, as more of their prospects start coming in, then maybe you want to start looking. But I, I, I think if you're Seattle this year, do you really, do you give up a bunch of assets for James Reimer or Cam Talbot? I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting to see. And it'll be an interesting last three days. I mean, it's really going to be interesting what's going to go down because I, I don't, and the East is just all bolstering up, and it's hilarious. And I, and I, I, I can't believe I'll, I'll laugh when when a Western Conference team wins the cup this year. <laughs> well, they might. I mean, look at like I, I, I think the East is going to be a bloodbath. And I look at as if the Sharks aren't are in the playoffs, I don't really care who wins. Um, I think the East is going to be a bloodbath. But yeah, I, I could see a situation where after somebody crawls out of the east you know bleeding all over the place um that they run into a team like uh colorado for example and uh and and yet sir uh okay so uh in the chat here a couple things um has uh i can't see where are you going uh okay oak oak yuck uh, he hasn't played yet. No, he has not played for the Barracuda yet. He is um, there. I guess he has a he has a minor injury. He's expected to. Uh, I don't even think he's in San Jose yet. I think he's expected to get there. I 
think the end of the week or something, uh, if I recall correctly. He hasn't played yet. I will let you know when he does. Um, you know, and, and then Anthony Gonzalez asks, is it certain that Janssen and Zetterlind are better than Jonathan Dolan? Is Greer too in love with the same type of player? Um, I don't know. I, uh, this tonight was a hard game to watch. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm look at, I, you, the one thing that I think is a, is a dangerous thing to do, right? You can, you can be upset about the return for Timo wire, but I, I'm not going to take it out on these guys. I just, but I haven't watched enough of them to kind of give you an opinion. Like Janssen's just a, he's, he, he's a hand. He's a guy. Um, Zetterland, I want to watch more of to, to kind of give my own example of and try to have that not be tainted by my, you know, by the fact that Timo Meyer is no longer a shark. So um, are they better than Jonathan Dawn? I mean, they're in the NHL. So that's something. Ouch. <laughs> You're not wrong there. That's for darn sure. So. Oh, Jack. There we go. Yes. I, I, I will. I will. I will get it eventually. Yuck like coral yuck. Got it. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, seeing a, a lot of your Benino will be traded. I mean, I would think that's probably going to be. Uh, Nick Benino is the kind of guy that, you know, someone will add at the deadline um, because NHL GMs are NHL GMs. Uh, yeah, well, it'll be interesting. You know, will LeVanc go anywhere? Well, you know, I mean. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Uh, Garage 42. What's going to happen to Shark Tank at attendance next year? Going to field Sharky and the fourth liner guy squad? Uh. I mean, I don't know. Look at, I think, look at, I think attendance is, is probably going to probably stay where I, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that might be like, you know, now that the Sharks have done things like they've traded Timo Meyer, where, you know, maybe people are going to be like, no, this team obviously has no interest in winning. Uh, and I'm not going to spend my money until they do. If you thought the Sharks had any any interest in winning the last three years, though, I have questions. Um, but, you know, look at I will never tell you how to spend your money on this show. If you are a Sharks season ticket holder and you want to keep being one, I'm not. Fuck, who the hell am I to tell you not to? I'm I'm going to watch all, you know, 82 games and come on YouTube and talk about it after and, you know, do whatever else it is I do. Um, so I like, you know, everyone has hobbies. I think, are, is it going to take a hit? Yeah, of course it is. I mean, again, you know, like the Sharks, obviously there's, there's pain ahead. Um, oh, this there's isn't going to be, there's, there's so much pain ahead. Um, and, you know, some people are obviously maybe don't want to spend their discretionary income on that. And they, like I said, who the fuck am I to tell you how to spend your money? Well, true. I mean, I'll do with my, whatever I want to do with my money, although I don't get a whole lot. I, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a shark pack holder. I'm a mm -hmm. 11 game shark pack holder. This is tough, you know, and then you see this breakaway pass where you can go to nine games for 89 bucks and you're like, what the hell am I doing paying almost a thousand for 11 games? You know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, and it's tough. Yeah. Like uh, there's, there's pain ahead, man. Like I, this is going to get like, at least 
I don't know, man. I believe we've managed to do these shows for the last little bit. I mean, the Sharks haven't been good for a while, let's be honest. And we've managed to do these shows. But I think when the if especially if Eric Carlson's moved this summer. Right. Uh, this is going to be a fascinating team to watch next year. Um, and it's going to be I think it's sometimes it's going to be a challenge to get up for these. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if Carlson is moved and Greer's going to spend money like he did with the Burns money that he has, it better be he smart. What, with what money? They're going to have to retain a bajillion dollars. Right. But that's, <laughs> but if, I mean, if you were to retain 50%, that's like 5.75 million. Yeah. Don't, don't be going out there finding everybody that's from Boston, UMass, Harvard that plays gritty sandpaper. I mean, you have enough of that. But what's the biggest thing that, that's happening here? You need scoring. You just traded your fucking top score. But and, and you're now to win later. Like, I don't sure. I don't know why you're upset about this. And the, like, no, uh, but I'm seeing what I'm saying is, is that if you're so obsessed about not you, but if the management's so obsessed about grit how many gritty players do you need? You need some of them to score. You need someone to put it back in the net. Hell, I mean, granted, it was nice to see some shot blocking from Hurdle and Couture tonight. Mm -hmm. you know, hashtag Hurdle for Vesna. But it's like, oh my gosh. You know, it'd be nice to see somebody put it in the back of the net besides Jacob McDonald. Yeah, I mean, but here's here's the thing, right? I, I think here's the thing that everyone has to remember too. Name me, name me a Stanley Cup champion, a recent Stanley Cup champion who didn't have a player drafted in the top ten on their team. I'll wait. Excuse me while I Google that really quick. You won't find one. <laughs> I won't You will not find one. Like, that's that's the thing, right? Like, obviously, it's going to suck right now. It, it's absolutely going to suck. But, like, you know, and look at, and obviously, we've seen teams that have tanked and don't have a whole lot to show for it. So I understand that, too. But at the same time, like, but that those are facts, man. Like, go find me, go find me the team that won the Stanley Cup recently that didn't have a top ten pick on the team. Yeah. Now, That's obviously, true. if the if the concern obviously here is, and I understand this concern for people is is that you know Mike sees a set a three year plan, and then what if that three year plan doesn't work? Does does he get to try and fix the three year plan, or? Does he? Okay, yeah, maybe the blue, maybe the blues. Although, when did Tarasenko get drafted? Um, uh, Dana's looking it up right now. So, Dana, I know. appreciate you, my dear friend. Thank you. There you go. Uh, Peter, yeah, bad Petro, though. That's right. Um, but here, here's the thing, right? Like, and the the concern is, is that if this plan doesn't work out, does he get to try and fix it, or does someone else come in? And then, do you end up in a situation like Buffalo, Ottawa, 
Well, Arizona is not a real team. They're just a fucking money laundering operation. I'll I'll go outside of hockey, and I think the the current concern is you don't want to end up like the Oakland A's, where you're developing players. Correct. And then next thing you know, yeah, you don't want to be a money laundering operation like the the Coyotes, or you don't want to be a team that just that that basically is just in a perpetual tomorrow team. Like obviously, those are those are the dangers. And that's that's the thing, you know, um, is he is is that what changes with this move? That's the concern of it. And and you just don't want to get too down that rabbit hole, you know. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I know we've been all over the, the place with all this. And um, and I know my emotions have gotten the best of me, uh, but it's it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating, and, and you and you can't look at this trade right now. It's tough not to look at look down later in you know in a few years. You look at it now, and it's like you kind of just have to trust the process of it. Yeah, and and, 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 I don't, and I I don't know if I do. So I I understand that. Like I I don't know if I do trust the process, but I have no control over the process. So I right. like you know something I've said a lot this year, um, and I think I said a lot last year too. I don't cover the team I want. I cover the team that is. Right. And it is what it is right now. Yeah. So. Um, if you're just joining us, the Sharks lost 3-1 to the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Montreal used to be a guaranteed loss at home for, or at, in San Jose's home. Um, but now they've won two in a row, which, you know, is frustrating as it is. I, I will mention this one tidbit that Curtis Bashelka did put in uh, on Twitter before the game. Hurdle signed a new deal on March 16th of last year. Yep. The next night, the Sharks played the Kings. Eight players who played in the game tonight are left when Hurdle signed that deal. So but it's not a rebuild. But it's not a rebuild. It's not a rebuild. It's not a rebuild. Well, then I guess you, but we're, we're making a late push for the playoffs then. All right. All right. Uh, in case you missed anything... <laughs> or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Uh, of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. And of course, if you are watching on the replay, please, please hit that like, subscribe, and notification bells. That lets you know when we are on next. And of course, leave it, leave a comment down below. Was I out of line tonight? Or the Sharks not good enough tonight? Are they... Am I not angry enough? Is Ian not angry enough? Will the, will, will the Sharks ever score more goals? Will Hurdle ever score a goal again? Um, well, it remains to be seen. Um, oh, Rob, $5 Super Chat donation. The rebuild will be as successful as Hasso's willingness to accept reality. Yeah, uh, so... 
obviously I, I've seen a lot on on Hustle Plotner of late, and I um, Hustle's a guy who's generally gotten a pass from me because he's let the hockey people make the decisions, and he's paid the bills. Like I don't I don't think that Timo being gone comes from a desire of of Hustle Plotner not wanting to spend money. No. No, I, I right. Think, I mean, they've they've always give them kudos. It's almost like too obviously giving kudos to spending to the cap. However, if we are on this current path of three years or bust because Hustle Plotner said so, like that because that's his edict, then yeah, I think I think he deserves to justifiably start catching some shit here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Again, we're in we're in the right now. Um, it will eventually play itself out and be and be better. So I, I hope <laughs> I have I have a few final thoughts here. Go for it, dude. One, if you are not a subscriber, please consider hitting a subscriber. We're like I think we're like ten subscribers away from three thousand. Yes, which is pretty cool. Um, considering where we started. Yeah. Um, also, um, if you, uh, want to have, if you want to listen to something about the Barracuda, me and Kevin came on yesterday after the, uh, Barracuda's lost to Coachella and we, I think we talked for like an hour and 20 minutes, which was way more than I think we intended to, um, where we talked about the game a little bit, but more about obviously like where we see the Barracuda right now, as far as current players and, reasons why we think they will make the playoffs in the Pacific division in the AHL or not make the playoffs. Um, I thought it was a pretty fun chat. So if you missed that and you are interested in the Barracuda, I understand it's kind of a, a, a niche thing in a niche, but uh, if, if that's your jam, uh, please go and uh, check it out. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, the future is in the Barracuda uh, among other places right now. So, I mean, it, it's, it's a great, it's a great uh, video to check out. I was listening to it last night. You guys are doing a heck of a job covering it and appreciate uh, jumping on. I didn't know you guys were going to do it. So we, we didn't know it. Like it was like, so here's what happened, right? So it was like, I think we're about halfway through the third period. And I go to Kevin. I'm like, hey, it's Barracuda win. Do you want to do a show? He's like, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, and then, of course, Coachella does it. I'm like, if they of lose, course do you want to do a show? <laughs> If they lose, do you want to do a show? And he's like, yeah, like, so we did, we did it up. And, uh, it's something I wish we could, I wish we could have done more this season. And we'll definitely, if the Barracuda do make the playoffs, as long as they are in, we will do a post game. So look forward to that. Yeah. All right. Well, he's at Ian blogs hockey on the Twitter machine. I'm at Puck guy 14, on the Twitter, the Instagram. Ah, we'll be back with you on Thursday as, and I believe it's Landy and Dana. As yes. the sharks, um, if you're sick of me, it's fine. I will. I will not be on a Ian, show. Ian It'll be good. needs a day off. That's for damn sure, uh, and he deserves one uh, for that. So the sharks will take on. Oh look, they're playing the blues. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh yay! All right, rack them up, rack them up, lose them. Oh, Let's wait, go. Can't wait for. Uh, Robert Thomas to score the game-winning goal. And he gets an assist from Jordan Cairo, but I digress. Oh, can't wait for the Blues fans to jump on us. Yep. So, 
Sharks Blues Thursday night. We'll be back with you then. Uh, check out all our content, including the most recent Barracuda After Dark, presented by Teal Tinted Glasses. I'm okay, voting I'm... yes to this poll. Are we sick of Ian? I am. Super uh, really? sick of Ian. Oh, I'm super sick of Ian. Really? Yeah, I hate that guy. Really? Somebody put that poll up like that? Like, yeah. AJ must be bored. <laughs> I don't know. He was talking I'm about. I'm super I, sick I, of Ian. I, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing uh, the the talk about Pepsi went 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 by the wayside. So, all right. Well, for your, for Ian, I'm Eric. Thanks for watching. And until next time, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Oh dear God! Please not a bit Indian shit out on Thursday. Dear Lord. Good night, everyone.